Hello, hello, and welcome to Harold Squared. It is I, Attorney Trey Harrell, and with me, as always, is Your the buddy. former South Carolina <laughs> Speaker of the House, Bobby Harrell, my dad, the guy who only spanked me uh, on average once a week when but I was a kid. well before that gave you life. You did give me life, and I probably deserved it, so it's all good. <laughs> no you question. Know, Actually, every week I knew you had done something, Yeah. so you got you got your spanking because I knew we were covering something just from something. the week before, Yeah. because yeah. I just knew you really well. Yeah, that's, you know, it is that's what it right. is, because you acted the same way when you were a kid, and I, Grandpa I, did the same I to got, you. So. I got my weekly beaten when I was a kid, too, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. So anyway, yep. so did you have a good week? We did. We uh, we went not not as good as uh, the crypto investor, but I'll get back to that in a second. But yeah, we went up to Dollywood and had a, uh, a grand old time. Got our uh, uh, fall Christmas cards pictures taken. So get excited! They're coming to a mailbox near you. They're going to look good. Um, they looked awesome on the uh, text thing. On you the sent text to change, us. Yeah. yeah. So they'll, they'll be good times. But what I was saying about that crypto investors, I don't know if you heard about this guy, Dad. He turned an $8,000 investment into $5.7 billion. Probably ought, took a little out, probably ought to take a little <laughs> of that off the table. Yeah. Don't you think? In 14 months, he, he bought $8,000 worth of Shinu Ibu, which is a cryptocurrency, and in 14 months, he uh, turned it in to the 5.7 billion, a seven million percent return. It's crazy, right? We, oh man, you we know, are in the wrong business. But, I, but, but well, I, you know, but there's only like four people on the planet in that business that way. Yeah. So you know, whatever. But it's if, fun hearing about people like that, but that's just pipe dream that, stuff. You know, yeah, you know, but but that does lead to a very good point. Typical disclaimers that we got to go down. We're not giving you any legal advice. We're not giving you any stock advice. We're not giving you any insurance advice. We're not giving you any tax advice. If you need insurance advice, call 766-9900. And if you need legal advice, call uh, 636-TREY. That's 636-TREY. If you need stock advice, call your broker. If you need tax advice, call my sister. There you go. And she happens to be my daughter, too. And your daughter, yeah. yeah. She she got mom's brain, so... No question about that. You'd rather her do your tax stuff anyway. Thank the Lord. And her looks. Yeah, there you go. Um, But I got the liver, so I win. No. (laughs) No, Um, you got mine. But uh, anyway, anywho, uh, get into the show, what we normally talk about. We always like to start off with Clemson and Carolina football. Gamecocks are on a bye week, so I think we'll be a great team this week. What do you think? Um, I, you know, they're definitely going to cover. Yeah. So I think we'll be good this week. We'll be good this I week. I tell yeah. you, last week I can't believe how you know you have to admit it when you're wrong, right? I can't yeah. believe how wrong I was on Clemson. I said last week they would be a good and a great team. That they would not only cover, but they would be they'd win the game. And wow, what has happened to Clemson? I know. They have, they Some, have. They've got to right the ship over there, and I'm not sure how to, how they do it. They do, but technically, fun fact: they have a. There's a mathematical chance that they will win their seventh consecutive ACC championship. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> glad. Math is fun, right? Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember when we used to do mathematical chances that we'd get into a bowl game. We don't even talk about that yeah. anymore. Well, that, there's still a mathematical chance for that. I know so. there is, but we don't even talk <laughs> about, about it anymore. anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but but big thing this weekend. Um, Clemson faces Florida State. Um, the fun thing, the interesting other thing that's on is the longest active home winning streak is on the line. Clemson has won 31 consecutive games at Memorial Stadium. Do you know who the last loss was? I'm scared to say, but South Carolina. No, nah, that that would be that yeah, would be nice. Be I wish guess. that would be great. Right, right. But, 
Um, no, in 2016, they lost to Pitt uh, 43-42, to and they went on to win the national championship. I'll so, tell you what, we've got a rivalry in the making yeah. with um, Pitt, actually. Yeah. So um, it's it's interesting, but um, but line is Clemson minus 9.5. Will Clemson be a great team or a good team? Real quick, I, a great team means Clemson covers the spread. A good team means they win. They will be a great team. I'm not so sure that they're going to be a good team. I just can't. I, I have well, no, no, no. They, Clemson has Clemson has to win by nine and a half to be a great team. Right. Oh, so they have to they have to do both. They have they, to be right? both. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. So they will be both. Yes, be I both. believe they'll be both. both. You think they will? You know, or maybe I, what I meant was they'll be a good team, not a great that's, team. That's probably the way I meant that because I think that um, I just I believe they'll win the game, but I'm not sure they're going to cover the spread. Yeah, Florida State has really. Um, has really come into the own after losing a bunch of games. They got this dual threat quarterback that can move around. You know, it'll be interesting to see the quarterback change, but, you know, I, I'm going to say Clemson's a good team, not a great team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, if it was Clemson minus, minus nine, I, I, I don't know. I just, Clemson's got to win by 10 points to cover that spread. And so I just, I just don't know. I, I hope I'm proven wrong, but, you know. And, you know, the, and then the next week, um, Interesting news on the Gamecocks with Zeb Nolan out with a meniscus tear. Meniscus tears aren't horribly bad for people. I mean, I I tore my meniscus, had both of them repaired in November and ran the bridge. I did the bridge run in April. Humble brag. Humble brag. (laughs) So you can recover from them. Um, Athletes these days, they get over those things in a couple of weeks. So he, he... could be back for the Florida game. He could be, but more likely we'll see Jason Brown, which um, I'm not. I'm not too disappointed with in, in this season. I'd kind of like to see. Yeah. Him. I'd kind of like them to test these quarterbacks and let's see how they do in live fire situations. And Florida is absolutely a live fire situation week after next. Be- because so. let's be honest, where we are is what matters is we got to win two more games, mm-hmm. right? We got to beat Missouri, and then what really matters is I just want everything clicking by the Saturday after. Thanksgiving. That to me is what I need to see. I want to win. I we got we got to break this streak and get everything clicking. And also, if you break the streak, even if you don't make a bowl game, people will lay off Shane Beamer. Because I'll tell you what, I, I you know, let me say this real quick. I, this isn't on our little script to talk about, but let me tell you this. I am I am about furious of people saying that we need to fire Shane Beamer. It's insane. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Give the guy some time to build. Don't get me wrong. If there's not improvement from this season to next season. I'll start saying, hey, maybe we need to look at it. If there's not improvement from that season to the following season, then I'll be as loud. I'll be as loud as I was about Muschamp getting fired. There, right? there are two things that I believe have caused Shane to have the hard, really bad start that he's having in this season. One of them is the transfer portal. People, players can with with impunity just say, you know, I'm not sure about this new staff coming in and transfer out, and they have. Yeah, that's number one. Number two, I happened to be looking at his recruiting class, all the recruiting classes yeah. last week. The recruiting class for Carolina normally is somewhere between the 15th and 25th in the country, year in and year out, year in and year out. Spurrier had one seven, number seven team one year. Last year, the recruiting class at Carolina was 79th in the country. He doesn't have the players. Exactly. I mean, you got to give the guy time to bring his horses in so they can run. Exactly. 127%. We all know which horse is coming in that's going to be big. That's the 2038 five-star quarterback, Ford Harrell. Oh, absolutely. He's going to win the Heisman for South Carolina. Yes, he is. I yes, mean, he is. He didn't get to touch it, and that's a good that's, thing. That's a good thing. So right. that's, that's where it needs to be. And so, you know, 
you got to be proud of that. So before we move on to the other big stuff, we got to talk there's, about. There's one other little bit of sports news. Your favorite that entity. Talk on. Your favorite entity oh, is back man. in. Yeah, PETA is at it again. Um, PETA has decided that Major League Baseball needs to not call it the bullpen where the pitchers <laughs> warm up anymore because. It's a place where bulls are held while they wait to get slaughtered, and that's a bad thing. Peter, but they're you know they're looking for solutions. Yeah. They actually offered a solution. They said that the major league teams should call it the arm barn. Yeah, well, well you know, first so, off, hey, he's coming out of the arm barn. Well, I think that the visiting, um, the visiting teams. The home team should be the arm barn, and we should name all the visiting ones, keep them the bullpen, because as a home team, I want that guy coming out of there about to get slaughtered. <laughs> it needs to make sense, right? I mean, but but as Peter says, that uh, the word has specious roots. Specious roots. Specious roots. Yes. Like, this is just ridiculous. Like, yes. come on. Yeah, what well, are we doing, Peter? I'm a speciesist, I guess. Again, for the third week in a row, Peter. Go stand in the corner. Go stand in the corner. Go stand in the corner. <laughs> That's right. All right. All right. Now, the, before we dive into the billionaire tax and Murdaws and passports and the, that national news, there's something you as a exchange club I, past president yeah, want to talk about. I, I really want to talk about the Coastal Carolina Fair for just a minute. I'm, I'm a past president of the fair. Uh, to to date myself here, I was the president of the, of the Exchange Club of Charleston. I'm, I'm not a past president of the fair. I'm a past president of the Exchange Club of Charleston, which owns the fair. Uh, in 91-92, I was the president of the Exchange Club of Charleston and, um, and had been working the fair, gosh, 40 years, I guess, now. So um, the fair starts. People who don't know should know that the fair gives anywhere from a half a million to a million dollars away to charities every year from the money raised at the fair. If you go to the fair and you spend your money and you have fun and you have a candied apple and you ride some rides and you... Pay, play some games huh. and all that stuff. The profits that come off of that go to the Exchange Club of Charleston, and the Exchange Club of Charleston then takes that money and either improves the grounds so you have a better fair experience in the future, or they give it away to charity to the tune of always in excess of a half a million dollars That's a year. That's amazing. That's awesome. So the fair starts today, goes through a week from Sunday. Go to the fair. Go, go. to the fair. Go. Have a blast and know why you're doing it that certain wonderful deserving charities around the Charles oh they're all local they all have yeah. to be local charities are going to be earn, getting money as a result of you having fun at the fair so go and enjoy and be be very one thing though you got to be careful about yep. is buy your tickets from the fair don't try to buy a cheap buy ticket. your tickets at the right places <laughs> buying before you get to the fair is a good idea and the because reason of the we, lines yep, and the reason we say that is because um, Post and Courier had a story either yesterday or day before yesterday or day before that. Last week. Last week, that $10,000 worth of fare tickets were purchased online illegally with stolen credit cards. And the fare has, they, they wanted this to be known. They have methods of identifying and tracking those tickets, and they have been invalidated. So you will get to the fair if you buy it from the secondary market, and you won't be able to get in, and you'll have to buy another ticket. And so, so think about it like if you bought a, a a ticket to a football game from a scalper and it turned out to be a fraudulent ticket because you thought you got a great deal and you walk up to give it to them at the gate and they go, no, this ticket's not any good. That will happen at the fair if you, if you get one of these tickets from one of these scammers. How do you know it's a scammer? 
the price is too yeah. good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, buy, bottom line. You know, buy your ticket from the Coastal Carolina it, Fair, it, from are, the Exchange Club. all over the place. If you go to the Coastal Carolina Fair's website, just Google Coastal Carolina Fair. Their website will come up. They will tell you all the places to go buy tickets if you don't want to have to wait in the line and buy them in advance. Yes. I strongly recommend doing that. The lines get long sometimes to buy tickets to get in. But don't buy them from somebody yep. off the street. Don't buy them from one of the neighborhood things. Yep. You know, or Plain from, and simple. If you buy your fair ticket off Craigslist and they don't let you in, that's your own fault. That's your own fault. You're an idiot. That's your Plain own fault. And simple. Just like you wouldn't be able to get in the football game, yep. you won't be able to get in the fair. Won't so, be able to get in the fair. Anyway, but that's I hate saying ending on something negative. Fair gives a lot of money to charity. Yeah. Go and enjoy. Have a blast yeah. and know you're doing a so good thing. So if you're giving that little extra money... It's cost you a little more. It's going to charity. It's not like it's going to some some billionaire's that, pocket. Well, that's exactly some billionaire's, some billionaire's pocket. pocket. I think we should transition. There you go. See, I told you beforehand we'd come up with a clever transition on the fly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, talking about billionaires, one thing we forgot to mention in the very beginning of the show, Dad, I always do now that we're talking about money, is the Palmetto Index, what we track, what we like to track with, with stocks, yeah. was down 2.5% uh, this week. So South Carolina stocks... You better get up. You better get focused. You know, get up, get up. But I think we're. I think it's coming. I think economy's gonna turn around. Anyway, to the billionaire tax. Um, the what we've seen this week has been a very interesting scenario. Now, I, 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 I've been looking forward. You and I haven't really talked as much as we talked during the week because I've been out of town. But you dealt with tax plans and spending plans not taxing and not overspending essentially um, and how this went. And so I just kind of, you know, I, I just kind of want to pick your brain on this a little bit because what we've seen, we prepped the show this week or I did talking about the framework that Biden had put out where billionaires were going to be taxed on capital gains that weren't really capital gains. Mm -hmm. All right. And at the 11th hour before we went to air, before we went to came to record, they have changed that plan yesterday on friday they changed that plan um and so we got this massive bait and switch basically and we'll dive into that more in a second now we don't know if there's another bait and switch coming, coming too by the we way we're know. talking about where it is at the moment where it is at the moment um but why don't you why don't i mean f first off th what we've got is they said they were going to hit the irs fund the irs much more hot with much more an attempt so that they could look at our bank account with any bank account that flowed from ten thousand dollars or more which by the way somebody who makes minimum wage has an outflow and inflow of ten thousand dollars a year so that's everybody in america that's exactly right uh, or every, and number two they were going to tax billionaires at a insane amount basically they were going to say to them that if your stock goes up you have to pay taxes on the stock going up in essence Think of it as a crap game or even, playing blackjack. Even uh, if you don't sell the stock, sell that's the what stock. the problem was. It was the biggest problem with that particular, lots of problems yeah. with the stuff, and I'll touch on some others in just a second. But the biggest problem with that one was it's unrealized capital gains. If, if the value of something you own, whether it's stocks, whether it's your home, whether it's uh, a business you own, um, a building, a yeah. vacant land somewhere, whatever you own, if it goes whatever you've up, invested in, whatever you've invested in, if it goes up in value, and you, uh, for the for the billionaires they're talking about, but if it goes up in value, then that's taxed regardless of whether you sold that item. So somehow you have to come up with the money to pay that tax for that for that gain that's occurred on that thing. Um, 
that is that will have a chilling effect on on people who have the ability to invest in businesses and invest in things from doing it. Well, e- because Elon Musk has already said what's what's so funny about this is who these it's it's attacking has said he would be taxed fifty billion dollars if he would have to pay a fifty billion dollar tax if that was to occur. And what was funny, his first comment that he said back was that fifty billion he argues could be used on his goal to reach Mars and rockets produced by his company. Okay, granted that's a billionaire's goal to go to Mars, but what he's saying is you're going to take $50 billion from my business that I'm investing, reinvesting in my business and not allow me to invest and grow my business. Because they know, because the government knows because better how to spend better. the money, and, and that's what's wrong with it. Unrealized capital gains, my buddy Nelson at, at Dispensary, King Street Dispensary, great restaurant downtown, and I were talking, said to me, it, it's a genius thing that he said, what they're essentially doing is they're saying while you're playing craps at the crafts table, they just walk around periodically and they're just going to take some of your chips away from you. That's exactly what they're doing. That, that's that's insane. That's exactly what they're going to yeah. do. That's exactly what we're going to do. So so the Democrats supposedly, now all this is continual bait and switch. We don't know where it's going to land. But then they decided to back off of that a little bit because they couldn't get support in the House for it. And so um, they've decided that they're going to put a three a 5% tax on on people surcharge tax, extra tax on people who make over ten million, three more percent on people who make over twenty five million. Now your first thought is they got a lot of money. Of course they can afford that. But let me tell you what happens. I mean some real life history yeah. here what happens. Remember the Beatles. Yeah. Did you know the Beatles Part of them. moved from England to France? Because yeah. England created this onerous tax system on really wealthy people and the Beatles People that the pure definition of Great Britain decided to move their residency, and there was a huge. I remember back yeah. when it happened. It was a huge display about it, huge stories about it. They literally moved their th- their residency from Great Britain to France, and oh by the way, while they're in France, wrote one of their best albums yeah. of, of the whole uh, Beatle era. Um, that's an exam- a real life example. That's a real life example of another country. Another in country. Our country. In our country, what a lot of people don't know is that. Uh, the income tax initially was supposed to be temporary. Guess what? Government lied. It wasn't temporary. Right. In 1913, they passed the Revenue Act of 1913, and it was a tax of 1% on incomes above 3000 Now, let's put that in perspective. $3,000 was a massive annual income back then because the average annual income was $750. It was only supposed to apply to the top 3%. That sounds kind of familiar, does doesn't it? does sound familiar. Yep. And guess what that led to? Three years later, they didn't get enough money off of it. They then came and established the estate tax to what we have to deal with now. Um, and then on top of that, into the 20s, they had basically used that thing to shift how government was paid for. It used to be paid for by tariffs. Now we're paid for by majority of income tax and corporate tax. So if yep. you trust the government, trust them on this. But the problem in all of this, and we talked about the bait and switch, the problem with all of this is last week they've lied to us about their IRS plan and they've lied to us about the billionaire tax so we didn't see what was going on over here. So we didn't see what they were really doing. As my son it. likes to say, we missed the shiny object. We or we're looking, no, we're we're looking, looking at the shiny, shiny object. object. We, we right. looked at, yeah. I mean, well, that, here, but here, the, the point I wanted to make a moment ago yeah. is if you raise taxes too high and there are other jurisdictions available, 
people of these kinds of means just leave and take their money yeah. with them and invest in other places. You remember Governor Cuomo not too long ago was begging New York residents, rich New York residents, to please come back to New York. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll buy you dinner, I'll buy you a drink, please yeah. come back. Because what had happened is they'd raised taxes so high that people who could afford to moved out of New yeah. York City. Yeah. That's what they will cause to happen with this. They will, they will not generate more income in the long run. They will cause these people who have the ability to move, and believe me, I mean, 8% on $25 million is, uh, is a, about a couple million dollars. Yeah. You can buy a, a chalet in France for that probably. I mean, the point is they, these people will move if, and, and that, if you that do money, that look, to them. All of that money, all of that stock that's held is going to be And we want that money spent here, in the United States. It's going to be transferred into charitable assets that you don't have to pay taxes on. They're not going to get their money, and you're, you're dead on. All right, real quick, we got a couple more things to hit on. Um, you want to go ahead and hit Murdoch, or you want to hit uh, Passport? I want to hit uh, the Passport thing real fast. I just think right. this is hilarious. State United- Department issued the first passport with an X designation, a significant step for those who don't identify exclusively I as just male want, or female. We don't have to talk about this long. I just want people to be aware this stuff is going on. Yep. We always talk about it like it's weird and it can't really happen. The United States has actually done this. Yep. You can now in your passport have male, female, or X. Now, other countries do it. Canada, Germany, um, Australia. There are other countries that do it already. But but it's just this whole path we're going down is crazy, and I just think people ought to be aware of that. Look, if gender, if gender doesn't matter and gender's not necessary on passports or driver's license, just take it off. Let's just not have take this discussion. Absolutely. Let's just not have Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. Now we know what everybody's really listening for, the Murdoch's, right? Yes. Murdoch's, Murdoch's, Murdoch's are what we're talking about. Surprisingly, though, it's been a slow week. For the Murdoch stuff, but we do have a hearing coming up for the receivership of, of what we're going to do with Murdoch's assets and what's going on. These motions are from three lawsuits, and they include really interesting pieces of evidence that I think we need to harp on. One, Buster Murdoch was in Vegas gambling a, a, a few weeks ago. There's been nearly a million-dollar mortgage paid off. Um, they're selling a boat, and they're letting a, a, a Edisto Beach House go into foreclosure. I think there's a real problem with that. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff going on with that. I think it's going to be handed over to a receiver um, purely because you can't have them wasting these assets like that. It's irresponsible, and you're not going to get justice for the people who did it. And the sheer fact that Buster Murdaugh was gambling in Vegas while, while his dad was having a bond hearing is disrespectful. It is slapping in the face, and it is just it is irresponsible. And I think that uh, and his brother was with Judge him. Hall, when his no, brother, no, 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 no. Alex Murdaugh's brother, yeah, was with him. Yeah. So it yeah. just, I mean, don't go to Vegas if you need to get away. Don't go someplace where everybody's going to see you. <laughs> You're a national news figure right now. Go to Cherokee. Go to Cherokee. <laughs> go, go some. Go to. Go to. Uh, Unica, uh, Connecticut, yeah. where nobody's really paying attention to who you are. Right. Don't go to Vegas. Don't go to um, Cherry. Don't just just have some respect for the system. All right. Well, anyway, sad um, stuff. So one last thing to wrap up on. Um, I hear uh, uh, your uh, before your shameless plug. I just want to point out one out of every 150 American workers now work at Amazon, if, and, if, and they're hiring 150,000. Temporary workers. What do you have to say? One out of every how many? Uh, one hundred and fifty. All right. If 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 they wouldn't mind making it out of just one of those subsets, one hundred and forty nine. Yeah. At Harold Insurance, we are hiring. This is my shameless plug. Uh, if you've got have an insurance license, we would love to have you come talk to us. We are. 
Uh, we're growing as an agency. Business has been phenomenally good, and uh, we need people badly, uh, good people badly. We don't just hire anybody. you got to be good. So if you've got an insurance license, call me, 766-9900, and come in and talk because we are we really, really want to talk to you. we got good pay, uh, really competitive pay, benefits, time off, um, family atmosphere in the office, just yeah. about everything somebody could want Maybe even give them business. a crypto coin, right? We Maybe. might even give them a crypto coin. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, that's awesome and fun. Look, I used to work at Herald Insurance way back when. I highly recommend it. It was good times. And then you grow on, you get your own podcast if you, if you work that's at Herald Insurance. You, know, that's you have exactly that ability right. to do that, that if happens. you want to do there it. There you go. But, um, yeah. But anyway, again, we want to thank our brides. We want to thank WTMA. We want to thank everybody for letting us do this. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. This is attorney Trey here. I've been dealing with insurance companies my entire life, whether it's working for them or fighting against them. So if you've been injured in an accident and the insurance company is giving you the runaround, don't delay. Call 636-TREY or you can find us online at attorneyherald.com.